0: hello and welcome to the black dice society this is season two episode 21 the crystal club uh we have six episodes remaining including this one uh before we get started thank you all so much for tuning in as always this is a Ravenloft campaign, as such as a horror campaign. Uh, there may be content that yeah, you won't encounter in standard d games. We have our safety systems in place. They know how to notify me if they're uncomfortable, um, but of course, first and foremost, always take care of yourself uh thank you to our sponsors thank you to die hard dice thank you to secret lab chairs thank you to idle champions of the forgotten realms which hopefully the code is going to show up because lauren who was brilliant wonderful configured them all early and then our schedule is all over the map so hopefully it's going to sync up if it doesn't, we'll get it resolved for you. Uh, Thank you to warriors of Waterdeep. Uh, Thank you to T public I saw where somebody posted a brother Uriah pillow, you can have your own snuggly Uriah (laughs) of your very own. uh, If you go to our T public store, there's hats, masks, bags, pillows, notebooks, anything you can want on our T public store. And of course, Our fantastic art from Adam Schumpert is available if you put exclaim art in chat. And every time we make a sale with one of these we make a donation to world builders uh, to help end global hunger. Uh, Now, before we get started, we should probably introduce these beautiful people, uh, including our guest today, uh, starting with uh, Nahara.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Nora Ibrahim. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Noralogical. But tonight I play Nahara, who is a reborn fallen Azimar, undead bardlock. The cards
0: and, don't lie. I mean, they I still are say. bad in a 1000. I'm just saying, you, then you both should and shouldn't burn them promptly. Never. Um, <laughs> Uriah.
2: Uh, hello, I'm Mark Meer. I use he/him pronouns, as does my character, Brother Uriah McCauber, cleric of the Grave and servant of the Raven Queen. <sighs> dun, 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 with the
0: blackest of eyes. Now, mm-hmm. by the way, yes, um, this is this is sort of my stand-in for that. So that's true. No, I get it. It's it's very practical. Uh, Finn.
3: Hey, I'm Tanya Tear. I am Fen, your draw dump here, blood hunter. With now actually a bit more warlock than blood hunters, so I guess I'm a hunter lock. Uh, fence pronouns in mind. Are she hurt?
0: And Desmond. Oh hi, I'm DJ Knight. Uh, DJ Knight, pretty much everywhere on the internet. Uh, I play Desmond, a human ranger lycanthrope. Like and uh, our pronouns are he/him. You're awesome. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, I do just have one quick question for you. Uh, and that is who's afraid of the big bad wolf? Not, <laughs> not me. Not me. Not <laughs> me. <laughs> and speaking of the big bad wolf, uh, returning champion, uh, Critical Bard Omega.
4: Uh, hi, my name is Omega Jones, also known as the Critical Bard. Critical Bard all social media channels uh, today. Uh, <clears throat> my pronouns are he and they, <laughs> interchangeable. Uh, Harkon's uh, pronouns are he, him. Uh, and I will be playing Harkon Lucas, your uh, Meister Singer and Dark Lord of Cartakis. And yes, the
5: original Big Bad Wolf. <laughs> Either way. Uh, man, I'm in
2: the
6: mood
0: for bacon. <laughs>
5: Oh, this will be good.
0: I wish no popcorn. It's
3: already fantastic.
0: (laughs) I made a point of putting you two side by side in the overlay, so you know for maximum pettiness.
3: Brb, making popcorn for this match.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Previously, you all awoke to find yourselves in Bluthspur, having been there. Uh, for an indeterminate amount of time, has it been years, has it been decades, in an impromptu uprising against the almighty god brain, expressly designed to supplant him, it, with Valentine as the new dark lord of Blutspur. something unusual happened, and it was Tregram who took up this mantle, and in his first act as Dark Lord was able to release, eject, Valentine and Tatiana from the Dread Domains as they were citizens of Blutspur after a fashion and as such still under Tregrim's command. As you saw your friends departing, towards this far-flung rock of brawl somewhere in the far reaches of space, the mists came closing in on the four of you. And when they open, you find yourself standing on a cobblestone street with gas lamps. You hear music quietly playing in many of the venues that are surrounding you. They are wooden, well made, clearly old. You see the odd person walking back and forth on the street, and a large mountain looms nearby. It is clear wherever you are. This establishment is built basically at the base of this mountain that stretches almost all the way up to the sky, which is thick with clouds, and yet the ambient glow from behind it gives you the very distinct feeling that if the moon isn't full it is very very close to it as you look at each other you see those previous signs of the passage of time nahara is largely unchanged eternal in her pristine beauty Finn, your hair has grown some, but you know it already grows much slower than most as a damp but Uriah and Desmond have, well, I suppose we've established Uriah has a rather patchy beard himself, but Desmond's is thick and full, and both of your hair is grown, indicative of the passage of a lot of time. No.
6: Hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, I suppose the first order of business is, um, shave and a haircut.
6: Hmm?
2: Or not. Mm-hmm. I, mean, uh, yeah. I think you wear it a bit better than I do, um, uh, Desmond. Does, does anyone have a, a press to digitate handy to, uh...
1: Oh, I'll take care of that for you, because mm, I... This is I'm I'm sorry, I'm I'm not just not used to
2: seeing No, I uh, know it's, it's been just des- described as I love sort you of a,
1: just I love you just the same. It's a Uraria. scraggly
2: peach fuzz, it's
3: uh, Nora, uh, actually, uh,
0: Nora. Uriah. Let's assume if Uriah had not shaved or had a haircut or clipped his nails for a protracted period of time, exactly what would he look like?
2: Uh, oh, yeah. Well, as mentioned, the, the beard would not be a full beard. It would be, it, I think, mostly a sort of like a scraggly peach fuzz mustache, like some kind of fungus, maybe like you know, like something that grows on bread in the fridge. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, not not really great. His fingernails would probably be quite long, uh, but he actually asks uh, he's going to keep his hair longer. It was already long, it was, uh, but he's not where he's he'll wear it down as opposed to the art, which depicts him with a ponytail.
0: <laughs> this would be the longest your hair's ever been, um, Uriah, for certain. How long is it?
2: Mm, I'll say it's a, li- it's a little longer than my hair is now. And I've had a whole pandemic to grow this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mid-back, we'll say. Sorry, uh, Finn, you were, you were saying something to Nahara.
3: Oh, no, I was just going to offer to shave. Brother Uriah, but she was fast with the prestidigitation. So, and, and also, uh, you know, uh, I
2: think I prefer the magic to a blade.
3: You don't trust I, me? Oh
2: no, of course. Um, it's just um, less risky for everyone this way.
3: Oh, I don't want your blood. I was just offering to help a friend. Hmm. I'm, I'm sure it.
1: there was nothing underlying in any of that. Hmm.
2: And that—that uh, that is much better. Thank you. Um, Yes, uh, as I say,
6: I'll,
2: I think I'll keep the hair. Um, okay. you know, the, there's always time for a haircut before the, uh, the big day, if, if I decide, or uh, perhaps uh, as some sort of braid. Uh, we, we'll see.
1: You have options now. Yes, yes, I suppose I do. Well, it suits you very well. Yes. Does um, anybody else need a t- uh, sort of freshen up?
2: I mean, Desmond. I must say, Desmond's, Desmond's beard looks uh, much better than uh, my moustache did. <clears throat>
0: Same question. If he's not had a shave or a haircut for a very, very long time, what does Desmond look like now? Desmond's beard just kind of just just literally just got way longer. He's going to trim the sides down just because he likes to keep it at least nice, but he likes the length. It's about uh, mid-chest, uh, just a bushy, thick beard. Uh, and the locks can somehow they still kept them twisted. Well, he was in there, but they're also toward the middle of his back, like upper back. but like closer to the middle. So it's.
3: He's you know, still confused
0: about it, but he's, I mean, free hair, dude. Appreciate it. In my mind, the squid tadpoles were on the job in the tank. They knew what was up. Yeah. Uh, Finn, again, Finn, you have not changed as much because everything is slown down for you as a Dom Pierre, but what would Finn look like after this?
3: Uh, Finn's locks are, they're a little longer, so kind of like where Desmond's are now, almost like a bob, but somehow her undercut is still fresh, eyebrows done, but the purple has crept up further close to her scalp instead of a So she actually has more purple in her locks than less. Interesting.
0: Uh, Nahara, again, we've established you essentially being dead or somewhat free from this, but did anything change about her?
1: Uh, She looks down and just sees that her nails have grown very long and claw-like, which to be honest, not a bad look, but a little bit impractical. And so uh, she just kind of, without doing anything, you just see them kind of recede back into her fingers and become shorter in front of your eyes.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Um, are you uh, going to go ahead and press to digitate Uriah? Uh, uh,
1: yes, uh, uh, to your liking. Um, I will say, though, if you ask in my opinion, the, the scruff has got to go. Oh,
2: oh yes, I, I, I concur.
1: But, but, but the head, everything else, it's up to you. And she'll just kind of, like, snap her fingers and... Oh,
2: yes, thank you. Um, I suppose um, the next order of business is where exactly we find ourselves.
1: That's true. We seem to... I've kind of grown accustomed to where are we, but now it's when and where are we? Isn't
2: well, some sometime later than our last coherent memories, I think. And well, well, here we are. We've we've been somewhat reduced in strength, both uh, martial and magical.
1: Does anybody recognize where we are? I'm taking a look around.
0: Give me perception checks.
2: 23.
1: 23.
0: 11. 11.
1: 22.
0: Kind of can't see past that what was on Uriah's face, Nahara, like it's gone, you know, but it's not gone. He's it's like, like, you
3: the... can't unsee it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, 22 for Desmond Finn, perception.
3: Sorry, was trying to fix some audio.
0: No, perception.
3: Ooh, and I get advantage, yay. Fen is not very perceptive. She is distracted by Desmond's beard. She only got an eight.
0: (laughs) Every, the two of you are looking at the two of them, but the two of them are looking at everything else. (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. Um, Uriah and Desmond. There's nothing um, that jumps out at you is something you know you've seen but there is something slightly familiar about this place and at the exact same moment both of you hear from off in the distance nowhere in particular a voice that you've heard before singing sing of the trees give voice to the breeze and stave off the bloom of doom While the wise sing Their song Guilty neck stretched long And and it trails off Whose voice is
2: it
5: if we recognize it? It's like a chorus Many people oh. Do we recognize the song?
0: You heard it when you were in Cartakis. This place looks nothing like what you saw before when you were in Amherst. Um, yes, yeah, so it was a trifle
2: more rustic there. Yeah, there were not certainly not gaslights and paved streets. Mhm.
1: Oh. Seems to have progressed forward with the passage of time. Don't know. Oh, yes. I suppose it's that it's- way. It, could, it could
2: have been even longer, if if the growth of our hair, nails, etc., w- was somehow impeded within those tanks, then it could be even longer than the months it would indicate. It could have been years.
5: It could have been decades. Possibly. Oh,
1: I'm, I've come to not be surprised by anything anymore.
0: Clear.
2: Uh, this um, technology does it seem familiar? Uh, we've encountered uh, similar things in Lamordia. is it
0: oh, uh... Sure, Lamordia, Darkon. It's not it, it is not anomalously futuristic to you. Um, yeah. Uriah. In fact, if anything, it looks like an older place that has been cared for and maintained and upgraded over time. The actual architecture of the structures, It actually seems very old, um, masterfully crafted and carved with these other elements added over time, like this settlement has been here for a while.
2: Interesting. We only really saw one other settlement in Kartakus, so I'm not sure if we have an accurate um, uh, sample size for a basis of comparison, but um, yes, I suppose we must be there.
1: I don't remember if they had a visitor center.
2: No, I, I, I suppose there was that inn where we encountered <clears throat> um, Mr. Lucas and. Um,
0: when you say the words "Mr. Lucas," often the distance of wolf howls.
6: Oh, uh,
2: yes, it's... definitely Karthacus then. Definitely That's right.
1: <clears throat> strange.
2: Mm. Definitely Cartacus.
1: Definitely won't get used to that.
3: Um,
2: uh, Desmond. Uh, I I suppose I should ask you how you feel about being here, again, unexpectedly.
5: Surprisingly,
0: I'm good with it. Hmm? When we left, it was under the I was kind of dead. Felt that way, for sure. But I left more powerful than I came. Yes. We all left with more.
7: That
6: is true. That so, is
0: true. if we left with more the last time we were here, how can I be anything other than all right, at minimum, Well, with coming back? Also, I, I, mm-hmm. if we're talking about Mr. Lucas, uh... I do kind of feel at home here, more so than anywhere else that we've been. So, fight notwithstanding... It is saddening that they didn't remember me and that I wasn't in the stories, but uh, that I will was, find fantastic is, meats and fantastic drinks, and I'm okay with that.
1: Maybe there's a statue of you here, Desmond. Doubtful. Somewhere.
0: They I didn't mean, remember me last time, so I don't expect anything.
2: Yes, but there you will recall your exclusion from the stories was uh, by design. Um, Hakan Lucas wanted to play your part himself, and so no. he kept the scripts with... <laughs> I mean, what do we, uh, we have the count for Von Zarovich. Uh, is there some sort of um, euphemism or, or pseudonym we can uh, employ? For might, Mr.
0: might I, the omniscient voice, recommend The Bard?
2: The, the Bard? Yes, yes, that's called The Bard. So um, keep in mind that everyone, that um, the last time we face The Bard and his associates... I like uh, listen
1: for a howl. <laughs> Okay, that time.
2: <laughs> yes, uh, the Definitely last time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, anyway, the last time we faced the Bard and his associates, uh, we did triumph, but our strength has been cut by roughly a third. At this stage, we should be very cautious. I think.
1: Do you think he'll be handing out gifts again? Should we encounter him? I mean, that's the funniest thing.
2: He. He did give us gifts, as you said, Desmond, and, and certainly in my case, it was it was something so pure. The book of exalted mm. deeds.
3: That's true, Uriah, but let's forget that Harkon killed Desmond father.
0: Oh, I was just yes. thinking about that. I was going to mention the fact that while, you know, I'm okay with Didn't. being here, uh, that it, we are back to, you know, where we can have another fight if need be. I'm more powerful now. So if we need... To do something, I can. I would like to not resort to violence, but at the same time, I always would like to resort to violence. So it's it's a little from column A and a little from column B for me. Um,
1: Sometimes you just have to let out some steam, you know. You yes,
2: of course. But as I said, um, we no longer have a shall we say a large blue deterrent uh, or advantage on our side. Uh, in addition to uh, being diminished in terms of sorcerous capacity.
1: Well, our numbers may have gotten smaller, but I-, I would like to say that our that our spirit still remains high. I and think so
3: too. Between the four of us, we ha- we are formidable, magically, and look at Desmond.
0: I know. I think but think this if moon you...
7: is waxing or waning?
0: Oh, uh, Desmond! <laughs> A, it, it again, Desmond. You previously had the revelation of the fact that your curse or call it your blessing after a fashion originated in this place. And the awareness of that, whatever Harkon Lucas is is to you, whatever he's done, Cartakis feels great, Desmond. The music in your ears is pleasing. The sense of the woods, of food, this place—it just feels home. Honestly, it feels like home in a way that Koshmar never did.
6: I
5: just know that this place feels like I'm.
0: Yeah, you are me Me? Ac- <clears throat> oh, is he? Oh, oh I don't lost think audio. Wait, I, can you? No. You guys can hear each other.
1: We heard him. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I was concerned. I was like, I. I Nothing to be What did I do? Headphone cables, maybe?
3: Archon heard you and we instead of howling, we get silenced audio. Yeah, there's a thing called a silent spell. Wow. The disembodied voice shall no longer speak to them. <laughs> Ooh, does that mean we're We on did our just own? to
1: feed the god brain, so we don't have
7: so many voices in our ears again. Fair point. Well, maybe maybe
1: we don't. I mean, we always should proceed with caution. We there is a track record here, but yes. maybe maybe we just enjoy the moment for now.
6: All I yes. know is
5: I feel more comfortable here than I ever felt at home, which is awkward for me. Perhaps it speaks to, well, your
2: other self. I mean, this domain, certainly, the lycanthropic power runs very strong here.
0: Give me another perception check. Both Finn and Desmond can give it with advantage.
3: All right. Everyone?
0: Yes, you all can. Yeah, you all have a chance of noticing something. They just have a higher chance. 27. Yes, My dice made up
3: for it, nat 20.
0: Uh, for the record, I just hit the mute hot key on the keyboard. So that's uh, it's amazing when technology works as intended. That was pure user error. <laughs> everybody, everybody was talking and then just, I'm like, yeah. 16 uh, for me. It was a natural 20, 20, 27. What was that for Desmond? 15. Finn, it actually makes sense that you're the one that detects this, the strongest, the first, because you detected it last time. Im- recall your Discount Soth, who said he was going to go and become an Aramos. made a point mm. that werewolves don't exist uh, when he was talking to you. And yet you were particularly aware that when you were in Imhurst, about a third of them were werewolves. Uh, Yeah. When Harkon Lucas finally revealed himself, you heard the howls as if they were coming to assist, but you never laid eyes on them. But you know, this place, apparently, even though everybody kind of understands what's going on, it's a bit of an open secret, such as it was. With that natural 20, you are aware that these people here, sort of in the immediate vicinity, are not lycanthropes, they're humans going through their days and routines, living their lives of, of drink and song, and quite frankly, having a bit of a good time. Before, in Imhurst, recall, it was like everything was trying a little too hard. The flowers were blooming with maximum effort. The birds were singing to the point that they were losing their voices. Here, it's almost like these people have found a bit more of a stride. But one thing you detect, and I would say, Uriah, everything I've said so far, you also have noticed. Finn, you realize up the mountain, almost to the point of the cloud layer, where the ambient glow of the moon is showing, you are aware of torchlight, and you're also aware there's multiple lycanthropes up there. You just catch a, a hint of their scent on the breeze.
3: Um, I point this out, and especially to Desmond, I was like, hey, these people, regular folks, we don't need to bother them. But up there, I think that may be where we need to find your people.
5: Good to me.
7: That's uh, right. I did recall last time when they said that there was no
1: lycanthropes in this land, I was able to see them.
2: Yes, yes. So the, there was abundant evidence uh, when they uh, all attacked us and came running. Uh, there's quite a few of them, aren't there?
1: Well, we definitely found mm. out at that point.
0: Nahara, yeah. as, as you have the orb, of, with the orb of true seeing, confirms everything that um, Finn told you. What I will say, uh, the what she pointed to up the mountain is out of the range of the orb, so you can't say for certain what but if you can see that, but these people are just people. But I will say, several of them are watching uh, Nahara. They're acting like they aren't. They very much kind of have like.
3: The the not good at spying look.
0: That kind of thing um, going on. Uh,
3: Well, despite their best
1: efforts, uh, it seems that we have drawn attention to ourselves.
3: I not think we should make the clouds and see if they follow. Sure, yes. why not? Why waste time?
5: <laughs> All right.
3: Desmond, you coming? What's the plane? I'm going to actually <laughs> pop dread form if I can and uh, fly above to keep an eye out
0: uh what is the current save on your fear effect for dread form uh
3: good question i don't actually know
0: again i'm going to wrote this this uh the camera doesn't do it justice my beautiful norse foundry um glass dice here
3: um da, 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 bone section hybrid form hybrid transformation uh you know there what, is what,
0: none. What, you know what? Uh, my very first roll was a big ol' one. Um, so I, I think it's, for the record, I think it's whatever your spell save DC is. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. But a one's not going to be enough. So it's no. It's 15 then. It's as, as you. Hang on. Let me just get, get uh, for a couple of groups of
1: people. It'll say it under features and traits, under form of yeah. dreaded list what you're.
0: So, Got it. This die while beautiful is fickle, having rolled a one in an eleven and a one. So as Finn lifts off in her dread form, flying overhead, you all immediately hear chaos, screams, terror, people knocking over tables and chairs, fleeing inside. Oh the monster! The monster!
2: Ah, um, ah! ah! Uriah! Uriah immediately begins glowing with a holy aura. Uh, that should be somewhat calming. And says, uh, Good people, fear not, fear not. Uh, we mean you no harm. And are they good? Are they actually good aligned, any of them?
0: Harkon Lucas, although you are not present, this is your land. Is the average person here good?
4: The average person, truthfully, is neutral. Because then they can be shaped and put on the performance that they need. That's what I personally think. So some are good, some are definitely not, but
0: most are neutral. The average person in Cartacus uh, is neutral to make them malleable. I think that is a, a brilliant thing. Now, uh, Nahara, I believe you were saying something.
1: Uh, yes, as Uriah is uh, giving this this very calming speech to the public, uh, Nahara will take out her lyre and start strumming a very calming melody just to provide a little soundtrack.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I assume that is Bardic inspiration, yes? Yes. Lovely. So, um, now we know know that not... Oh, go on. Yes.
0: Let let, let me just say, just, well, actually make your point because it may affect what I'm about to say. Sorry. (laughs)
2: Uh, Not everyone as established in Kartakis is good, but there are some good people among them. Uh, So for all of them, I will be granted advantage on this check, and this will be a persuasion check. And uh, yeah. how many? What's uh, what dice of bardic inspiration would Nahara grant?
1: I believe it's a D6.
2: Lovely. All right. So it's uh, it's going to be a persuade with advantage for anyone who is good aligned.
0: It is a D6. Perfect. Shall I roll? Uh, yes. What what you all would notice is again, you all have seen Finn activate her dread form countless times, and as she flies over these people, there is immediately chaos, again having rolled ones, they're about as panicked as people can get, and as Uriah activate this calming thing, you almost see most of them react like cornered animals. They stop running, they stop screaming, but their eyes are clearly wide looking at you, Uriah. Like it's the very conflicting emotions are going through their minds right now. So like, and yes, what would you like to do?
2: (laughs) All right, so I'm attempting to persuade, just calm them down, say, we mean you no harm and try to keep them from fleeing and trampling anyone in a panic, essentially. Uh, so that is fourteen plus, I believe I uh, have plus seven, so twenty-one, and then adding another six points, twenty-seven on this.
0: I rolled another one on the check again. This thing is beautiful but fickle. The first four rolls, three of them are ones. That's, I like uh, the
1: Saturday's. <coughs>
2: use those all the time
0: all the time it's, apparently yes these these are the these are the uh the the aligned dice here you know whereas um, my my normal uh bringers of uh of woe and ruin you know <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that I have over here um <coughs> Uriah what you, you we mean you no harm you see as they turn to kind of squint and look at you, you hear a voice from deeper inside of one of these bars. Well, as I live and breathe, I didn't know anybody had brought back that old black dice society fad. And you all see a woman visibly older come walking out she is wearing a hat a green coat a white shirt gray slacks and red boots and holding a violin it's acriel lucas but she's decades older she was probably in her very early 20s when you saw her last time now you would never ask a lady her age but she may be well into her 60s
2: Yes. And that's just uh, at least her cosmetic appearance. And I believe that she might age slower than a human. Um, Hello, do you remember us? Uh,
0: Of course I remember y'all. I was there at (laughs) Emhurst. It's that you are a passable Uriah, but the hair's all wrong. And in this, and she looks right at you, Desmond, and she's like, Know who you're supposed to be, but that that up there, that is a mighty fine fin. Not a lot of people get the veins around the, the eyeballs right. I I give you high marks. Uh, we'll call it a, nostalgia retro. uh it will take on things,
2: huh? Uh, uh, no, no, madam, you you mistake us. It it is us, though. Um, well. Let's just say it's been a longer time for you than for us, at least uh, in terms of our perceptions.
0: You see, she walks very slowly towards you, Desmond. And again, although the years have passed, she still moves with grace and fluidity. If anything, she's actually more graceful now than when you saw her, having had years to very much integrate exactly who and what she is. And when she gets just within arm's reach, Desmond, you quietly hear. My daddy killed you. I watched it happen. How are you standing before me now? He obviously didn't kill me. Or at least as well as was thought. Y'all alone, uh, y'all gone back inside. Y'all get, this is just a new, a new show that we're working on that I, I Acreale Lucas and putting together for you. Give it up for our wonderful performer here, our newest, drowish impulse. Give it up for, yeah. And you see these people who were clearly still terrified in their reptile brain and yet mystically being told willed to calm down, yet being overtly sad, what they're seeing isn't real. Just sort of like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, mm, and you see, they do definitely all kind of make a point to go inside and take their assorted drinks to go. But in a few moments, you hear the songs start to begin again. Cautious laughter from inside the places is, Oftentimes, when confronted with a, 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 of terrible fright and the ensuing adrenaline dump, all you can really do is laugh about it, and the fiver you are kind of left outside with Acriel still very much looking Desmond up and down. What, uh, what business do you mean here again? Because I ain't seen y'all since I wasn't but a girl and I realized we had a little bit of a ruckus and if you want some more don't let my face deceive you I can still give it to you but perhaps you'd be more interested in a drink first
1: could I send a message to Fenn as she's saying this because Fen, mm-hmm. I, I believe is still up in the air um uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> hey Fenn yes do you, do you recall the bard's daughter that yeah. we encountered Yeah, This is her standing in front of us.
3: She's aged terribly. Don't tell her I said that. Mm. I mean, she is sort of human. Well, that's very true, but I
1: mean, she sent everybody inside, but Mm. I don't know. I don't trust it, but
3: should I land on her? Oh, I will give you three gold pieces if you do. Oh, absolutely. I don't even need the money. I just want to do it. Uh, Fen is just going to dive bomb and land right on her.
0: <laughs> give me an athletics check.
3: <laughs> oh boy. You, oh good, uh, I have actually, advantage. Nahara will
1: mm-hmm. sing, I'll give you three gold pieces if you do, and uh, you will get a bardic inspiration for that that's uh, Nice.
0: And that's three gold pieces if I what? Yeah. <clears throat>
3: Oh, my dice like me. That is a 26 before adding <laughs> Bardic Inspiration.
0: Uh, roll it, because she's kind of spry. This might actually be important. What's your... Oh, uh, no.
3: Is she spry at her age? <laughs> uh, that is an additional four. It's for a 30.
0: Well, 30 is godlike success. Um, and I'm just checking something here, because she did not roll poorly, but I don't think she's going to be able to match that. Oh no, Um, you all see as you're coming down because she actually got a 27. So, as Finn comes out of the air, she does move with supernatural speed, which would have been more than enough for most. But, Finn, she's not going to quite make it. So, exactly what is it your intent? You know. You're coming in from behind her, and she starts to move into what would have been a cartwheel, a pretty good one. But almost oh, so. She's on hand. her
3: hands by the time I come down.
0: If that is your intent, I'm going
3: to whip <laughs> her right into the ground.
0: <laughs> just bang, boom.
3: And I'm just, i just like got her legs, and I'm, I'm like basically <laughs> sitting on her back, and I've got her legs. Like I've got her pinned.
0: You see, she turns and looks at you, and her eyes turn bright yellow, and you see the teeth begin to extend a little, but she doesn't change. She goes, oh, I trust I deserve that from the tenor of our previous conversation, but I'm going to have to ask you release me before I (laughs) do something unladylike.
3: And I just bare my fangs and let my eyes turn red. I'm not a lady. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, uh,
2: perhaps, uh, perhaps we can talk first before violence.
3: Oh, Jeriah, you never let me have fun. Uh,
2: well, uh, you do have the upper hand currently, and uh, I think uh, that Miss Lucas uh, quite well understands that, um, well, we are not unformidable, and uh, to be uh, fighting at a disadvantage from the start might not be advantageous.
1: Yes, allow me to help you both up. And she extends a hand to one, but the hand she extends to Fen has three gold pieces in it that she likes slyly
0: <laughs> just sits into her down. hand. <laughs> you see, Ekriel very slowly licks her lips and you could see just the slightest hint of the change still coming over her, like her mouth extends just a little bit. In the hand you extend, you feel it's it's starting to get a little longer, and the fingernails are coming out. But she's like, mm, "Yes, I, I do accept your hospitality." And she stands up and she looks mm. at you, Finn. And she's like, yes I am a little rusty. Uh, perhaps maybe later we can have an encore performance of that." <laughs> I just bare
3: my fangs at her, and I'm like, <laughs> "Werewolf blood is tasty."
0: And Desmond just kind of leans into like. This whole situation, just and why are we counting on the people that remember? If memory serves, helped us. Delightful. Which, I feel you
3: like she helped us a bit. Shouldn't help me.
0: And then Desmond just like is trying to remember. <laughs> like he remember, he feels like he remembers her helping the party, mostly not necessarily helping us, but also like being against. Give her me a dad time. Give me a wisdom check, Desmond. Not a save, just a check. You're Can not I do a history check right to now. see if I uh, remember this? Same thing, wisdom. Pure wisdom. Just wisdom, oh lord. Uh, I actually mm-hmm.
2: do remember. Can I just remember it? If
0: Uriah remembers, he remembers. Yeah, absolutely. So please. Oh, I just um,
2: well, now, Miss Lucas, yeah. um, you did ultimately throw in with your father against us.
0: Hmm. I mean, don't you mind your daddy when the time comes? I mean, he was. I know, right actually,
2: there. we we no, we don't get along. No. We're somewhat estranged.
4: You know, I would love Not my to, stepfather. But your dad he was fine to with I that I him anymore.
2: Anymore.
0: My
3: father's back in the mm-hmm. underdark, but you know, I did. I do respect him. I just haven't seen him in many, many moons. So. Are we talking do- fathers out
1: of it? Are we talking about warlock daddies or actual
3: daddies?
2: <sighs> well, in. in In our case, your warlock daddy is my progenitor in a a biological sense. Um, Then your
3: uncle's my warlock dad.
2: Yes. And yes, my uncle, uh, Uncle Sus, as some call him, um, (laughs) is uh, your patron, uh, Warlock Daddy, if you prefer. And um, it's really a web of relationships. It's just a complex web. It's very um,
1: messy. We're um, engaged.
2: Some of us (laughs) have warlock um, dads, so I don't know what you're talking (laughs) about. I just you- want to mention there's no blood relation uh, involved and so- mm,
0: no you know this is all fascinating but ultimately useless if I would have put this into a performance nobody would believe it That mm. your father is her patron but your uncle is her patron but the two of you are getting married and he was here but his father your daddy traumatic. was killed by my daddy, but the, which, again, I would apologize for, but I wasn't necessarily there for those events slightly before my time. Yes. But mm. the, the reality is that <clears throat> my daddy and I have had our disagreements over time, but ain't nobody seen him around here since... <laughs> You know, after that whole thing at or that little production with y'all for a while there, he was a hot stuff for a time. He went out, he was telling a little story across um uh, about the the young wolf and the in the maker and all of you give me perception checks. Nope. Go. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> that luck ran out. You're just uh, <laughs> like the aunt
3: kept, kept that tells amazing. you the same story every mm-hmm. time you see her at the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, 21 for me. That's an
0: 11 for me. 21, 11.
3: Uh, that would be, oh God, I can't read my dice. That is a dirty 20.
0: Nahara and Finn, you both noticed as she starts talking all around you, in the woods, up in the mountains, multiple pairs of red eyes have appeared and are all staring at Finn. And as Finn takes her hands off of Akriel and she starts talking, they kind of start to just vanish into the woods. Like they just kind of fade as it's clear Akriel mm. is safe. However, uh, oh sorry go ahead yeah
1: i just send a message to fan like <laughs> well they clearly weren't fast enough when you
3: fell on us <laughs> no but also i would just mock her for not being able to fight her own fights oh they're true
0: if i can hold a- my own if akriel saw this she doesn't let on at all she's oh, of like not yeah, you know, the, everybody was just really into this for a long time about the young wolf and the maker and, and and everybody was, just the Black Dice Society was a thing for a season, maybe two, possibly three. But, you know, mm. daddy went on his tour. He sort of ran it into the ground as he is wont to do. And then, you know, I as not laid on him in some time, I... Don't know where he might be laid up these days.
2: Still, it's impressive. I mean, two seasons. Some people don't no. even get one.
0: Maybe three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe yeah. three seasons.
0: A, yeah, that is. You are correct. Two two seasons is significant success, though that is true. But not all seasons are created equal. Some are substantially longer than others. Really, very but,
2: true. Very true.
0: <laughs>
3: sometimes you just get ten sessions for a season. Mm-hmm.
0: That's exactly, but... Uh, Three
3: seasons would be lovely. Yeah,
0: yeah well, it. that's... Uh, we all can hope, right? We all can... Uh, anyhow... Actually, question, uh, uh, just, uh, yes. I,
2: I'm sorry, I don't need to... But uh, uh, more pertinently, um, exactly how long has it been since the incident you mentioned, from your perspective?
6: Ooh.
0: There was a Black Dice Society. There's a Little Wolf and the Big Wolf. Uh, there was the 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 tale of the Vampire Lord and his forlorn bride. That was a that was that was a spinoff. You see, that's what happened there. Um, there was um, we went on about uh, that lost train. Lot, lots of good material came came out of that. oh, Forty years. 40? 40. 40 years? Give or take. What is time to an artist? I
2: understand. <laughs> do you mind if I just confer briefly with my associates?
0: Yeah, of course, of course. And you all see she turns her back on you all and very much turns to face the woods where those eyes were. You can't see if she's doing anything. You can't tell. Her back's to you. But mm-hmm. she does.
2: <laughs> um, every, everyone, um... There's... Uh, 40 years have passed. Certain things could have gotten much worse in our absence. Uh, I'm thinking particularly of the state of Darkon. It, it was already being devoured by the mists when we left, but 40 <laughs> years...
1: We're going to send out wedding invitations. We might miss our own wedding this way.
2: Oh, uh, well, I mean, I mean, basically the people here were going to be invited. Um, uh, I suspect that uh, Uncle Firan, uh, well, the passage of time doesn't really affect him. Um, yeah, right. I mean, if if you were thinking of inviting Aslan the same, um, there's no real... Uh, hmm. Whose I'm side worried?
1: would he sit on?
2: Yes, I... I well, I guess you could sit on that. Uh, the, the thing is, we have been gone for quite a long time. Uh, there were there were certain situations that needed almost immediate attention, if they've been allowed to worsen over the course of four decades. Of course, we d- we don't know if time has passed more quickly here in Cartagius. Uh, there has been some evidence of uh, that sort of chronal um, uh, instability or discrepancy. Right. Uh, I get There's so much we have to th- think about, uh, Oh, no. Doctor... Doctor Van Richten. He, if it's been 40 years, he's almost certainly...
6: Well, we don't
1: know that. Let's not jump to conclusions. I'm sure he's yes. fine. Maybe, depending on where he is. Maybe he's in a time-warpy place.
0: A good doctor being as skilled as he was.
4: I get the feeling he's fine.
2: I suppose there are some magical remedies for for age, but uh, it can only be staved off for so long in the case of a human. Is he human? Dr. Van Richten, I I believe so. And he was relatively, well, not elderly, but certainly in his twilight years.
7: Hmm. (sighs) What do we do?
5: I suppose,
2: A I suppose what's immediately in front of us is uh, it's the most important thing.
3: So what do we do now that we know how long has passed? Well,
0: Nahara, as Uriah is running down the list of how long you've been gone, what might have changed You become aware of a tugging at your consciousness that you didn't realize had been missing before now.
6: Then you hear him. There you are, my dear.
7: Hello.
5: Where did you get
6: yourself to?
7: Well, see, that's the thing. Uh,
1: we killed the God Brain, and then we somehow wound up here, and somehow it's uh, forty a
2: years moment, later. A moment, if you please. The God Brain—that was you.
7: Yes, it was. I, I be certainly. Proud
5: of it. I certainly am. And I. Do I certainly... invoice
7: you for that? How do we?
5: There is time for payment later. But you,
2: you have been away for quite some time,
5: and yet you still draw upon my power.
7: Well, see, yes, I'm not quite sure how that works.
6: You are my pupil. And I am your patron.
5: Our bond is strong. Right. Uh. You have not wed, then, I take it?
7: Uh, Not yet.
2: If all this time has passed for you in the blink of an eye. Very well. I shall look forward to your nuptials. No doubt I shall be an honored guest.
1: Uh, yes, well, you see, about that, uh, as per our agreement, uh, I still have to speak to Uriah about that, but uh, I'm working on it. I just really hadn't had much private time, you see.
2: I have nothing but faith in your abilities, my
6: dear. And welcome back.
1: Do you have any other advice for me? Because I'm getting very... This is all very confusing. Is every time we walk through some plane, is it always going to be like this?
7: Where we age, or not age?
5: Do you not comprehend? You were captives beyond my reach. The god brain
2: closed its borders. Right. I may walk where I wish, but... There are some places even I still cannot traverse, Blutspur being one. But I must thank you again for installing Trigram. He is much more, shall we say, amenable, reasonable, than the fanatic the god ever was.
1: Well, I thought it was an improvement.
5: Indeed. And where, yes, is Be
2: on your guard, my dear.
5: The wolves prowl
2: here, and their hunger is never slaked. I see. And with that, though it doesn't break, you feel the contact recede. And uh, yes, yeah, so for 40, 40 odd years, it's um, Nahara, are you all right? Uh,
6: hmm,
1: sorry. Uh, and you see, like, her eyes go from being, like, kind of glazed over in a, in a stare back to focusing. Um, seems as though I uh, don't want to alarm anybody, but uh, Aslan was still about. Not so much now.
2: Yes. Forty years would be nothing to him, merely time to implement more of his schemes more (sighs) fully. He
1: should just say to be wary of the lycanthropes here, but.
2: I suppose it's good advice, even considering its
1: source. Didn't have much else to say other than. Well, we could talk about this later, but still wants to be invited to the wedding. We could Um, discuss that at the right time.
2: Later, perhaps. Uh, um, But uh, Desmond, do you think we can trust her? And he indicates, uh, uh, Miss Lucas, I mean.
0: Oh. I feel like if she wanted us dead, we'd be dead. Or she would have called someone to come and kill us. And we'd be fighting already.
7: What purpose do you think we have here?
0: That is a great question. I feel like we've typically up to this point only found ourselves in places that we needed to be. So there's something here that we need to do
4: or see. I can think of something for me personally, but that's neither here nor there. We'll, I feel like if we
5: explore, we'll figure it out. All
7: right. You're right. We are here, we we're
1: usually where we are for a reason.
2: Um, what's our move then? Do we ask her to take us up there? Do we really seek to leave? She could probably guide us to the borders.
7: Maybe. Hmm.
1: We could take her up on that drink and then kind of get a lay of the land. I'm sure there will be others Yes. That we yes, can speak per- to.
2: Perhaps a drink to um to absent friends
5: and better better days. Indeed. Well said. Yeah.
0: You will see Acrielle is beginning to strum her violin a little in hum. In me having rolled a two and a nine has not quite found it yet. out out of the mist she swung her fist and knocked me down like some clint no that's not no that's uh, mm. (laughs) but you see she's already like very much trying to make some art out of this even as you all are are talking amongst yourselves
2: yes uh might (laughs) i suggest um (laughs) The Flying Fist
0: of Fenn, for a title. You know, I, I'll, I'll make a note of that one. Um, I didn't uh, want to impede on you all's private time here. It's clear you poor folks have been through the ringer in the intervening moment, but um, I couldn't help but overhear there was an acquiescence to my offer of a beverage...
4: Oh, oh yes. deny beverages.
0: Important point of clarification. Finn, are you still in the dread form? You never said you dropped it.
3: I didn't get a chance to, unless people mm. really want me to, so I don't terrify these poor people.
0: Finn, you notice, uh, again, the commoners reacted as described previously. Mm. And as Acriel never batted an eye, even when you tackled her, she was about to knuckle up, but fear is not an emotion you've seen come across her face at any point, even though you know you're objectively terrifying.
3: Uh, for the sake of the actual humans and commoners, I will recede my my dreadful visage so we can go in this bar in peace.
0: Acriel takes you all through, uh, right through the middle of town, what looks like going to the foot of the mountain in a dead end, honestly, to like a, a sheer wall. And you all see a another very tall, muscular woman steps out and she's wearing a suit. um, Uriah, a suit similar to what you know, the gentry in darkon war, but it's like if someone had had it described but not seen it. It's not bad. But it's like if somebody was told what a suit should be
3: mm-hmm. and
0: proceeded to attempt to um, uh, commission one, essentially, and she steps out in <clears throat> this is dead end. And acriel turns and looks at you all and it's like mm, all right now y'all just be cool okay i do assume you know how to be cool
1: there's a cucumber
0: is this about drugs <laughs> <laughs> she looks at you Uriah. are right
3: uriah
0: you have his answer
3: oh it's about it- drugs then
0: you yes. no, see it's not oh oh i'm cool she she turns and walks over to this very tall woman and you see she starts to like whisper in her ear and she looks over and looks at all of you and she looks at you desmond and she walks up to you and she stands a full head higher than you and she goes don't believe i've made your acquaintance before Hi, I'm Desmond. Rise, and she holds a hand out. And he stands and reaches and takes it. Shakes her hand back. She definitely gives you one of those too strong a handshakes. Desmond, you uh, give me an insight check, and you can give it to me with advantage. Okay. Seventeen. You absolutely know that she's trying to test you here. She's like, You, uh, you legit to quit <sighs> and a poet. <laughs> <clears throat> This is a members only establishment and uh, Miss Akriel is vouching for all of you. But I still got to do my due diligence. You know how it is, right? And she starts unbuttoning, unbuttoning her coat. <laughs> what she you got to do? She takes it off and underneath. She has a very frilly ruffled blouse on. Um, very elaborate very extra again uriah you having seen what it's supposed to look like or like it, what the, the ruffles don't actually you know you know <laughs> the, the rest of you you can see even when she takes the shirt the coat off the white blouse part is almost like um a vest And underneath, you can actually see her exposed skin, which is covered in tattoos and scars and muscles. Like this is clearly a very fearsome woman. And she just like hangs the hat on a nearby tree. And she just looks at you, Desmond, and she just says, best of three, okay. Oh, that's the kind of party it is. That's the only kind of parties we have around here, baby. Okay. Hmm. And Desmond just like kind of unbuckles his.
3: <laughs> and I hold a hand out to take it from Desmond.
0: And he oh. just kind of one hands. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of braces and just. Go. Yes, Uriah. Uh, go
2: Uriah will um, approach Desmond and uh, just say, blessings of the Raven Queen upon you, friend. Uh, and that will give you guidance if you need to make any skill checks.
1: Oh, nice. I was going to boop some guidance over, but.
2: There's, there's well, I, of... could, I could bless if you want to do guidance.
1: <laughs> Does that, can we do two things so we can, so we can get the double advantage?
2: I think, well, bless. guidance will work for skill roles and bless will work for saves and things like that.
0: All right. You, yes, you can bless. Where's hype, hype Squad? You <laughs> see, Ra is watching all of this and she goes, anything else? You know, you want one of them to paint your toenails first or something? Right then, Desmond says, uh, Not worried about the color. And then he just kind of leaned, bends his head down, looks at Brother Uriah and says, Thanks. And then just looks back. And when he looks back, his eyes are the orange of his changed form. And you see hers turn a bright yellow. And in front of you, she begins to shift, just like presumably. Does Desmond shift or no? No, he just wanted to change his eyes she turns into an almost eight foot loogaroo. However, she's still making fists. It's clear to you she's not using her claws and her mouth is closed too. Like she's still just squared up at you like this. And she says, you first to me.
5: I'm a gentleman,
0: ladies first. And right when he says that he just kind of shifts and when he flexes he flexes fully changed you see akriel kind of looks at both of them and just kind of like nods her head you see she takes out a pen and starts like writing something as she's watching this uh here is how we are going to do this we will simply do three opposed dice rolls if she's gonna swing on you you're gonna swing on her so just give me your first attack roll
1: And you'll get a D4 for all of those, uh, cuz it's it's a a minute.
0: I will say having already rolled for her, when you say I'm a gentleman, you get to about I'm a gent, and she moves so fast, it's almost like a blur. All of you are watching her, she has to weigh 400 pounds. But just a huge fist just busts into Desmond's face. and sends him sliding back a little bit again desmond you having done this a couple of times are quite clear on the fact that she's not holding back in terms of force but she is holding back in terms of lethality you know like if she wanted, she could have put her claws in your eyes she didn't you know gentlemanly Uh, kind of situation it's a a, (laughs) just a a show of strength who can do it better who's more powerful Mm -hmm. exactly Rolling. For i get the d4 and the d20 uh yeah you roll a d20 and add a it was, i think the bl- it's the bless is a d4 uh were you bardic inspiration him because guidance is only skills it won't help him in the fight
1: oh then yeah well bardic inspiration
0: yeah so you have a d4 so you roll a d4 a d6 and a d20 oh, mercy. and then add whatever you add
1: <laughs> i start singing eye of the tiger <laughs>
2: And also, I don't know if you're going to need to make any saving throws as part of this, but if you do, you get a D4 for saving throws as well from
5: the Bless.
4: I'm going to hope you change Tiger to any other canine and not a felon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unless you mean just blatant disrespect. Like all the people are like, boom! I am the Husky! It's <laughs> the dog in your face! There we go. That's, that's it. And off in the distance, the you just here. Who's afraid of the Big Bear Wolf? <laughs> <Not> me. <laughs> Man, I'm in the move for bacon. Uh, the D20 was not kind to me. Mm-hmm. So overall, we're looking at the 12. You lunge back at her, and when you go to throw your punch, she actually just reaches out and catches it. I was expecting a surprise of some sort. And she just pushes you back. And squares up again that the first round has gone to rise and she just looks at you and she goes ladies first <laughs> it's
5: all right
1: jasmine give it the old biscuit and, uh brisket and bacon
2: uh,
4: how yes. many
1: introduce
2: things-
0: it to your friends
2: <laughs> <laughs> use <laughs> use the fisticuffs <laughs> use the fisticuffs
0: so bless. <laughs> Continues. The bardic inspiration is spent unless you give him another one to I don't know how many. I got. got I got
1: one hit, but, more. I got right. one more.
0: Are you gonna do it now? Or are you gonna hold on to it?
1: Well, he's attacking now, right? Yeah. Or did so or quick. did my or did my yeah. last bardic inspiration count for this attack?
0: No, he used it. He, oh, he, he used it. it. All right, right. Yeah. one mm-hmm. more,
1: and then she. Yeah. When when Nahara says that that that's all right, Desmond. Give her the old brisket and bacon. <laughs>
3: That's what. That's the song. Uh, <laughs> that's the yep. song. Yeah. That's yep. that's what. That's
0: when, that's it's when got alliteration. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm gonna roll these out separately. Of, mm-hmm. uh, Desmond,
3: before you do that, quick out of character mm-hmm. question: mm-hmm. Would it would it be a breach of whatever they're doing for me to throw mage armor on Desmond? Would that be like a disqualification?
0: Mage armor, self only. You couldn't give it to him even uh, if you wanted to. Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: I tried, homie. Mm-hmm. I tried.
0: <laughs> 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 yep. You do. Uh, everybody but Desmond give me perception checks
1: all right 30
3: 20 oh my god only
0: uh, 19 uh uriah and nahara you both noticed because this isn't far from from the street and like where people are like people are coming out of the bars and stuff and beginning to like wager like you see they're like pushing each other and one of them's like i got I got 10 gold on Ross. Like, no, 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 no. 15 on this other dude. I like him. I like him. He's like the little wolf, you know, (laughs) like a a (laughs) crown. If I
1: can go and make a bet
0: for Desmond to win, just,
1: just, you know, why not make some money off of this?
0: You're going to get in on the action. Perfect. Hell yeah. All right. All right. Roll it, Desmond. Ah. I rolled my D20. Mm Mm-hmm. I have to eat twenty, and it was disrespectful. And isn't that one alone? Mm-hmm. But with all of them, seven, which is no. You. The see, brisket was too tender. The brisket was, was too <laughs> tender. Was. Took it out too um, a few hours too soon. De- Desmond, tell me what you attempt to do. I'll tell you what actually happens, but in his head, how did he see this was about to work out? Desmond saw himself kind of like dash down, like just like a mm-hmm. forward dash down and then come up with a hard right uppercut. You see is you go to throw the uppercut, she steps out of the way and kicks you in your forward leg kicks the knee of the other leg, and then right up the middle, Desmond. (gasps) Very fast. You just hear it. (laughs) That was was nice. Nicely done. You see, when she does this, though, she immediately begins to turn back and goes over to the tree and takes her coat off the tree and she goes, <clears throat> sorry about that, but, um, and you're still in your lupine form. So now as a human, even, although she's still a tall woman, she's much smaller than you, but on your knees, she can lean right over to your ear. And she says, <clears throat> and she actually like kind of puts her hand on one side of your face, like she's comforting you. she goes, you definitely need to know that's the kind of establishment the Crystal Club is, all right? <laughs> This, uh, and she motions to where she very clearly hits you with a low blow. The things you don't do other places is how it starts here. Okay. And then, as by the time she gets to the okay, Desmond's back in human form and just (laughs) noted, duly noted. And she does kind of, like, dust you off a little bit. And You see somebody out of the crowd runs over and just puts a stack of coins in her hand. And this same person looks at you, Nahara, and just holds their hand out. Like, fine. <laughs> um, are, are,
2: are you all right, Brisbane? You, are you injured in any way?
0: I'm fine. This wasn't a battle or anything. This is what This wasn't... Deadly. This was
2: just, all right there's all right. probably no need for healing magic but I'll, I'll just give you a little band-aid here and then i'll put another one over top of it just on your cheek so that you can tell you've been in a fight
1: had it been to the death you you would have won
0: all right uh it's going down down
3: uh, i uh, come yeah. over and and very gently offer desmond his jacket and kind of dust him off i'm like woman around you would have got her i believe in you
0: I appreciate that. I agree.
3: Should I whoop her? Yeah. Nah. You sure.
1: Perfectly. As Nahar's eyes perk up. <laughs> you, <laughs> you see she turns and
0: looks at you and she just gives you the biggest smile fan when you say, should I whoop her? And she says, might enjoy it if you did it though. And then just kind of leans in. It's like, that sounded like <laughs> an invitation. Uh, I will see you later. Look, I'm yeah. single. You see, although she's still a human, she just kind of smiles at you and she holds her head back and she howls. And she howls a howl that no human could generate. And a few (laughs) seconds later, you hear an equally impressive howl coming from higher up the mountain. And you start to hear what sounds like as a large basket comes down like a metallic mining basket nahara through your orb you see what your eyes already told you this woman's clearly a lycanthrope um but somehow she's still capable of that even in her human form and she she unlatches the gate and swings it open for all of you to enter into it's it looks like a finn you especially know especially from your time in the underdark like a repurposed mining cart Essentially,
3: and I, I wait for I wait to see if she's coming with us.
0: Doesn't look like it. She very much opens the gate and kind of stands to the side. Akriel walks right in.
2: Well, uh, to the uh, did, did they say it, uh, Crystal Club?
0: Oh. Yes, sir. Going uh, up.
2: I suppose is, uh, mm. the f- first round's on me, everyone.
3: And I just kind of give her a wink and a nod, like... We could catch up later mm. if you want, then. No, no, I'm not leaving you all. all right. This is important. All right. I know where I she understand. is now.
0: <laughs> Once you all get in, she closes the gate. And although it looks rickety, the ride is smooth. Which is indicative of so many things in Kartakis. They look one way, but actually are a very different one like by whatever force this rope is being raised i mean there's multiple humans in here and this cart must weigh hundreds of pounds on its own but it just glides upwards and as it comes up through the mist and clouds and the town begins to fade slightly below you what do they see when they reach the top they see um
4: this it almost just looks like crystal and 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 geodes across uh the ceiling and the walls um there's this very bougie kind of walkway almost seems like it can be a red carpet but probably too crimson um to be something fake don't really know what it's made out of um Uh, There are various tables and chairs uh, about. You see uh, a bartender uh, tending. Um, You notice a lot of the liquids within these cups are either red or darker or lighter. Some of them, not so. Um, You also notice there are, uh, specifically in the middle of this area, a, uh, a circular stage that is carved out of a geode itself. Um, sparkling and gleaming in the lights that um, bounce off the walls from the various lanterns and things about. So you don't see as many as you would uh perhaps see in like a normal tavern, considering that most lycanthropes can see in the dark. Um, but you do see on the stage uh, uh three uh uh half shifted, uh female forms, Um, who are currently singing some kind of song. Uh, And if you listen very closely, you hear uh, in like three-part harmony, uh, let me get a kill. Let me bite them for the thrill. Let me hear them scream and shrill when I feast and get my fill. I don't think you know I'm coming for your throat. Like They're just getting it. Um, They're very
6: good. They're very good. (laughs)
4: And, and, and you see, you know, individuals, but you might see one individual just watching, listening, enjoying the fates children, as they are known.
1: Fates children, yes. The...
0: Do they see Harkon Lucas yet, or does he not wish that they see him yet?
1: They
4: see, they don't see him immediately, unless they look into a corner, a VIP
0: area, if you will. And that's when you'll see him as you see the gate <clears throat> opens up and you walk forward, except for these performers, this place is ostentatious in Finn and Nahara, especially with the orb, you're sure 100% of these people are lycanthropes, but except for the performers, they're not shifted. They are dressed up. They're all beautiful. All of them, similarly to Roz, have an aesthetic that is very much what the wealthy elites of other places would have dressed like if you'd only heard about it but never seen it. Like Nahara, you see people very clearly wearing barovian attire but like classic barovian attire like whereas you all were in castle ravenloft it was worn and gray it was clear it was resplendent resplendent and beautiful at one point they're wearing that kind of thing there's more Darkonian garb desmond you even see a couple of people wearing what would have been approximations of the uniform armand was wearing at the wedding they're even wearing uh, medals and medallions that are meaningless. It's just somebody was told he had medallions on, so there's hunks of metal and, and things all over them. Finn, you, of course, being the most far traveled out of everybody, see signs of all kinds of things, from from the Feywild, from, from Waterdeep, even from the Underdark, but all of them are second or third hand interpretations of what it must have been like. But they sit drinking and you see most of them give you all very sort of dismissive side eyes and look you up and down. Mr. Harkon Lucas, could you deploy the fan for me, please? Because this is very much the vibe as you walk in.
6: (laughs) Amazing.
1: (laughs) Can I say that uh, Nahara very discreetly as we're like very kind of huddled close together at this point. So she could just kind of nudge. uh, She's discreetly casting mending on everybody so that
0: everybody's clothing (laughs)
1: looks immaculate for what they're wearing.
0: (laughs) My chimney
2: is all shiny now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You very much give them a little bit of a face look. And Akriel steps off and she just says, Oh, Wow, I ain't been here in so long. My daddy would've loved this place, and just like takes a cup off of the nearest serving platter uh, that is walking by. She goes, "Hmm. Well, I believe you said the first one was on you, holy man."
2: Well, yes, yes. Uh, I think we should uh, toast our recent adventures and um, departed friends. Well, not departed, absent, well, then- absent friends.
3: They didn't die.
2: No, that's why. That's why I thought "absent" is better than "departed," and they, they, there could be confusion otherwise. So. Mm.
3: I doubt they have anything
0: I'd like to drink here.
2: Um, you never know, considering oh. the client. The night, the
3: night is young.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lichen throat barf, and you could probably get something whatever you like in here. About
3: five, five, cute, curvy.
0: Harkon <laughs> Lucas, you of course knew they were coming. They wouldn't be here if you didn't want them here. Did you make sure there's something Finn would like here?
4: Um, There is 100%. Uh, he has, you know, he has his little wolves out and about. Um, He knows at least something that each of them will drink even if it's not alcoholic.
0: Finn, the moment you say that, a woman who is very much your style uh, comes walking over with a tray and on it, there is a flagon of mead. Desmond, you immediately get the smell of, it was mead from the Feywild, like the strongest stuff there is a goblet, a pewter goblet, of a very nice um, fruit and milk concoction that you only had a handful of times growing up in Darkon, Uriah, uh, because the fruit was expensive and hard to come by and you were fairly low on the social pole. And (laughs) Nahara, although you do not drink, there, I mean, literally, you don't need to consume food, but as we've established, you can. There are some dark Barovian chocolate dipped strawberries that as you look at them, you have no recollection of ever having consumed and yet something in one of your minds is like,
1: (gasps) I love these
0: (laughs) (laughs) in Then, as she holds this tray up to the three of them, she just turns and looks at you and says, well, I'm sure there's something here for everyone, right?
2: Yes. I haven't had one of these since I was a child. I didn't realize snozzleberries were in season. (laughs) This
0: one just kind of leans into Brother Uriah and just, uh, I get the feeling. She's not talking to you, and she's not talking about drinks.
3: I just pat Uriah on the shoulder. You always were sweet, Uriah.
2: Oh. I'll just drink my berries.
0: She leans down very close to you, Finn, and says, I assure you, he's not the only one. And here, with you all having gained access to your particular indulgences is a wonderful place for us to take a little break. (laughs) So we're gonna do a quick 10. Don't go nowhere as they all enjoy themselves. Feel free to enjoy yourself and we will be right back. Hello and welcome back to Black Dice Society Season 2, Episode 21, The Crystal Club. Uh, I remember this time, actually I didn't remember, I was reminded, that we must thank the people who literally make this possible, our patrons. Blackwatch Ronin, Blue, Chris Lewis, the Pretzel Bear, Christopher Clindering, Craig Savage, David Bonney, Ducati, uh, Eric the Cleric, Forrest S. Moore, Grafumbly, Guy Vanderbrink, Henry Kalhoff. Just Link, Kyle Garrett, Lady Voronokova, uh, Lygia Mekeshiva, Mercy Malunis, Mr. Albert, Nathan Crowder, Nuck and Futs, Nightcrawler, Project Wolfbear, Reese, Reverse Aquamath, Ronin Monkey, Rum Soaked Chicken, Sean Banji, similar sound to Queen Bee, War on Reality, Wheels of Death, and Zort One again thank you all so very much uh many of you have been here with us from the very beginning and now as the end approaches that uh, fills my heart especially so thank you all so very much uh for those of you that aren't patrons even though we don't uh, we only have a few episodes left, patreon.com forward slash the Black Dance Society. We have our after show, a uh, bunch of bonus content of side adventures people went on, entire full bonus episodes, and all sorts of dope things that you can check out. So thank you all so very much. But for now, we make our way back into the Crystal Club. Now, having made your way off to an out-of-the-way VIP booth uh, in I won't necessarily say head You're fill of indulgences. The night is early. Uh, the four of you are feeling uh, particularly satisfied at this exact moment.
2: Mm. These snorzel berries are delicious. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, <tender>. <laughs> they taste like um,
1: snorzel berries. Oh, well,
2: yeah. yes, yes, exactly. And I think there's rum in this too.
3: Um, is it, I can is it? guarantee a that run? there is because mm, this yes. is
0: made from. I'm pretty sure it's actually the Fay Wild, like way deep in there.
3: Fay Wild man, just
0: <laughs> and very powerful. Uh, right, I actually steal it. a and sip he just like puts it in front of Brother your eyes, mm-hmm. nose, just so he can have a whiff.
2: Ooh, oh yes, oh uh, yes, yes, Finn, go ahead.
3: I steal a sip and give it back to uh, Desmond. Uh mm. eh, it's from the Feywild, but it's good. And it I go back like, to my drink like that is...
0: Massive mm-hmm. goes like, no, 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 this is delicious, yeah. thanks. No. And
3: Fen just goes back to her drink, which is in her lap.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, sure. Harkon, you were about to say something?
3: Yeah,
4: I think
0: uh, there's a, a,
4: a level of letting them get acclimated, um, both with their um, beverages uh, and newfound friends. Uh, her name is Bev, too. <laughs> Even better. Um, uh, he saunters over very quietly, and so, you know that he has a big form. So the fact that it's so quiet is probably off-putting. I mean, those with high perceptions probably notice a little something. Uh, but you see him leaning uh, on a pillar, uh, kind of like breaking his finger against it, as another hand nurses a glass of wine.
0: I would like to insert just one quick thing before Harkon says anything else. He has not aged a day. He looks exactly the same. Well, well, well.
4: The prodigal wait for of you have returned. Hope you enjoy the uh, exuberance
2: it's very nice. The, the music is wonderful.
1: Very, very hospitable. Thank you. Oh, yes. Um.
2: Fate's
4: children, they are quite well known, have traveled across the plain. Um, they had a fourth member, I believe her name was Ferret, but we only like canine here.
2: Hmm. Um, you seem a bit um, friendlier than uh, when we last
5: parted. Sir?
2: I've always been friendly.
5: Ooh, ish. His eyes flick over to Desmond. And how are you, nephew? I might. You can be more than all right. Good. I'm still torn on a question that I've had, that last time I may have asked in a way that was unbefitting. We have all the time in the world. Well, you and Uriah don't. I am human, that kind of is part of the process. Uh, Why did you kill my father? He
4: kind of um, looks over um, an individual with a very similar necklace to the one Desmond has, happens to be right there and pulls over a little stool and he sits. A long story or the short one?
0: I'm done with long. Harkon, again, if I might intercede, as Uriah has his shield up, you do see Wolfsbane carved on the shield, which in and of itself does not innately harm you, but clearly it's meant to be a defense (laughs) against werewolves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, He
4: he sees that, and there's even a wink that he gives Uriah, noting it. Uh, He says find yourself some peace and a little bit of pleasure his eyes like look over at Nahara for a second then go back to Uriah no harm will come to you here that I can promise Uh,
2: very very uh, thoughtful of you Um.
4: but back to the story if that's what you want as I said your father and I have been long friends. Um, could even call them a brother. At least that the very least we were pack mates. Um, we did everything together. Not everything, but enough for the people to know that we were. How do you say two peas in a pod? He, well, I, well, both um, helped take over Kashma. Well, it took a little bit. The elves are quite um, fortified, but the plan was simple we take Koshma for ourselves. I would let him be the de facto ruler for a while. Then eventually I would return and the kingdom would belong to me. I left did my thing, you know, as us musicians want to do. came back after my grand tour was over. Ticket sales, you know. And your father, my brother, brother in arms, brother in spirit, did not want to hand what was mine. I have many virtues. I have many more vices, none more potent than my need. Or pettiness? No, not pettiness. Um, I can be quite vengeful. I can be quite vindictive, that's the word. We offered to fight it out. Unfortunate for him, I'm the stronger of us. But that was the rules that we set in place and that's the outcome. Wasn't, well, it was personal, but it was more honor. It was more right. He thought he could go against the word that we both put into place. His decapitated head was the answer.
0: You see, Ekriel excessively is like, yes, daddy, that's how it is. You have to show him that's, nobody crosses Harkon Lucas, nobody. Harkon, this is, You are of course, aware of her because you're aware of everything in Cartakis, but this is the first time you've laid your eyes on your daughter in some time. And she has aged gracefully. I would say the years have been kind, as kind as they can be, but your little girl is not a little girl anymore.
4: There's a level of uh, as he takes his eyes off of Desmond and looks at her, be all jubilant and happy. Um, folks could see a sense of true humanity within him for a moment. Um, seeing something, someone he hasn't seen in so long with someone he cherishes, even if he doesn't always say it. Um, and he gets smiles
0: and you see there's this moment of like she's like very proud of you but then her eyes fall on you Desmond and the reality of what he's just told you sets in on her as well and not unlike those flowers that bloom so excessively she goes from zero to jubilant to right back to kind of clutching her goblet with two hands you don't know what's in her cup but based on all the rest of you, it's something she dearly enjoys. And she takes a long, long sip from it. and just kind of goes back to looking back and forth between the two of you. So essentially, you agreed to take a place. You were going to come back, claim it, and he
5: didn't hand it over as promised.
0: That's
4: the easy way, yes.
0: Desmond, when Harkon says this to you, you remember something. You were very young, five or six, because Armand was just a baby, barely walking. And you remember your father saying something to you about how son, sometimes you have to know that you can give your word to something with all your heart, but things change. And you see, he kind of puts a hand on your face and looks at Armand, kind of struggling in his crib begging for his father to pick him up. And he's like, all we can do is be the best man we can and protect those we love. Do you understand boy? Which of course at the time you didn't.
5: Hearing that, I can understand why you killed my father. And there's some part of me that is just at peace with knowing why, how, and I'm torn because I'm honored that you gave me the gift of more strength. And really, I'm still kind of stunned that you look exactly the same. It's been 40 years, man. Come on. Uh,
4: Black, I, don't crack.
0: I mean, true, obviously. No! <laughs> Factual, but still. Uh, I mean, I, I look about the same, so I feel you. But like...
5: there will always be a part of me that despises you for killing my father. And I apologize for that in advance. And that is the only time you'll ever hear me say those words because I can understand the gentleman's agreement. And I remember my father telling me one day when Oman was young, essentially that sometimes agreements change and that the most important part is to take care of family. So I get the feeling that somehow in that last battle, he did something to save us because after he died, you seemingly haven't gone back. That brings me to two final questions that once I have the information I need, I will feel an immense weight lifted from my long curiosity. First question is why did you never go back? I was there for a little bit of time
4: after the deed was done.
5: A note I was very, very aware of the existence of you and Armand and anyone else you called family. I even well, left Koshma. But half of that was not my intention. You see, and he like looks at all of you. There are things, there are powers
4: that influence your life even if you don't know.
5: and there are powers who instill more power in others. I think I know of whom you speak. Do you? Well, there are many interested and powerful parties
2: involved in our little group here. Of course, uh, the former king of Darkon, has ties to several of us.
4: I am quite aware he looks directly at Nahara. Yes. Remind him never to speak in my kingdom without asking again.
1: Does it count if it's through me? I really have no control over that.
2: Uh, I, I used to have that problem, but then I died and now I don't have it anymore.
1: And I'm already dead, so I don't know what I could do.
2: I, I'm just alive again, for the record. I'm, I'm, I'm not undead uh, per se. Uh, that, that You know, certainly there, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I'm I...
4: very, very happy for you. Oh,
2: thank you. Thank you. I, I wonder, um, seeing as you are one of the greatest musicians um, and... Uh, Well, uh, there there does seem to be at least a slight abatement in uh, animosity. Um, I wonder if you might be persuaded to write something for our upcoming celebration?
1: Oh, Uriah, that's a lovely idea, but I don't think he knows about
7: the celebration.
4: We will come back to that. He looks back at Desmond. The reason I did not return, quite literally, can be answered with my existence here.
5: Sometimes
4: they give you everything you want and nothing
5: at the same time. There. I'm glad Voronika is watching over it. And Desmond, kind of tilts his head. It was like, I thought I heard a voice talking to me.
0: Desmond, as Harkon is talking, even as he says, Voronika washes over Koshmar now, as Harkon is talking, you sort of notice, again, these people are looking in your direction. Again, they are attempting to look disinterested they're attempting to look very fancy very much putting on airs of wanting everyone to look at them while seeming a completely disinterested in everything going on around you but you notice none of them are looking at harkon desmond they're looking at Azriel. they're looking at you uriah nahara finn each other everyone is measuring everybody and sizing everyone up Not him. Makes sense. I imagine your returning there would be
5: as much as Varnika returning to the actual Koshmar. Not impossible. Not for long periods of time anyway.
4: I've made a home here. Don't need to return.
5: You also made your home perfect because when you want the attention you can get it no, you don't you won't like right now i can respect that
0: uh wait hey okay hold on a second you I, I realize that we're having a charged conversation here, but you got to put some respect on my daddy's name. Hey, give it up for Harkon Lucas, everyone. Give it up for Harkon Lucas. And you see they look around kind of confused. They're like, Harkon Lucas, isn't he retired, dead? I, I mean, yeah, he sang some (laughs) nursery rhymes I loved as a child. Didn't he sing some good nursery rhymes, y'all? And you kind of hear a laugh go through. And Akriel very much looks kind of shocked. It's like, Harkon Lucas is the single greatest performer, not just in Cartakis history, but anywhere. And you see across the way, a very inebriated, but very fancy man says, shout out to Harkon Lucas, our homie who ain't here. And they all, ha ha, ha and, what drink, and carouse. And Desmond Wait, just kind of looks at that. What on earth is going on? And just, my point exactly. He's this- just, he doesn't want them to see him right now. yeah that's that's what it is he doesn't he doesn't want any anybody to uh
4: archon looks at acriel and it's a look of but before that look you all the four of you would have noticed not a growl teeth are bared ever so slightly um but it's not necessarily um a warning or a uh, a signs that he's going to attack anything like that, but it is very much annoyance or um, apathy, but still charged with a lot of empathy in the same, in the same vein, you can tell that he is butthurt for lack (laughs) of a better word.
3: And I just kind of look at him. What's the matter?
5: I can have all, I can
4: want all love. The glory,
5: adoration, love, fame. I don't get to choose if they notice me or not.
7: Who does get to choose?
5: I think I know. Mr. Lucas, you said this was your realm. You're
2: you're its master, aren't you? Just as Strahd was master of Barovia and Aslan was once master of Darkon. But these
5: these dark gifts, they they come with a price,
6: don't they?
0: When you say that while harkon is studying you measuring his words bev this voluptuous woman quite frankly made to order finn you you had very limited dealings with harkon and yet somehow in that time he sized up your type and as she's has one hand entangled in your fingers and the other hand playing with your hair Turns and looks at Harkon. Although she's been here the entire time, it's almost like she just noticed. She's like, You do look a lot like Harkon Lucas. Wait, are you him? I thought I thought he retired or at I- My Mama loved you, Harkon Luke. Um and
3: I just kind of gently turn her head and I'm like, now now we're having conversation drinks. Drinks should be enjoyed, not heard.
4: <laughs> the look he just gave her could have killed her if he acted on it.
3: That's why I turned her away and it's like, <laughs> Drink. it's like, like children, drinks should be. And I was like, I'm thirsty, quit talking now, just to <laughs> is,
6: <laughs>
1: is this along the same lines as how when we originally were here in the first place, they pretended as though Desmond did not exist. Or, uh, in addition to that, how lycanthropes don't
7: abide in this land. Is this the same situation?
5: Similar, but quite, quite different. You won't know a lycanthrope is here unless they
4: want you to know.
5: But and who this... is it
7: that's deciding?
5: The same For ones you. that- The same ones, I think. The same ones that decide for all of them. Yes and no. But to answer the second question, my original intent,
4: since we're laying cards on the proverbial table, my initial thought, since I can't have fame on my own, I can't have the power,
5: the drive, the crown. That I do still deserve. I would live my life through you. Call it a loophole.
7: So it's a curse.
0: Nahara, as you say this, as your brain, as your brain is working this through, having now experienced this a few times, you remember when you were in Cythicus, more accurately, on your way to Cythicus, when you had that memory of Sajah that felt so real, feeling her face against yours, you remember the sense of eyes, dozens and dozens of eyes, watching, judging, toying with just outside of your awareness, those dark powers.
1: Might these be similar to the eyes that we feel upon us on this land? Are those people
7: real?
5: They're as real as anyone can be.
1: <sighs> when Harkon Lucas says we're laying proverbial cards on the table and the Har actually reaches into her satchel and takes out her deck, her Taroka deck and tries to see if she can make a little more sense out of this, gain a little insight into whatever he's not telling me.
4: And as yeah. she, just also very quickly, as she brings him out, he just smiles and goes, I knew you would get some good use out of them
1: they haven't failed me yet.
0: Um, Uriah, I believe you were trying to say something while you deploy the cards here. Uriah, you were saying something a second ago about the, the nature of the situation you're confronted with?
2: Uriah leans forward and says, Mr. Lucas, though you might not be able to immediately reap the benefits, I have an idea how you might circumvent these dark powers, that plan for you. Your mm, obscurity, shall we call it, only functions within the bounds of Cartacus. This place is, if your situation is anything like Aslan's or Strauss, this place is your kingdom, but also your prison. Uh, forgive me. Uh, but what if your songs, your music, could travel beyond the bounds of Cartakis? if, for example, and he gestures to Nahara, there was a skilled bard who might sing the music of Harkon Lucas outside of its borders?
0: Uriah, when you say this, but before you can respond, Harkon Lucas, also stop shuffling um you all hear an MC, an unseen person that is announcing acts just say welcome to the stage the one and only casimir and when the name casimir is spoken you see acriel sort of stiffens for a moment because that you all heard that name when you were here before casimir was very much Harkon Lucas's prodigal son, along with Acriel. But the man who takes the stage can't be him because Casimir must be of a comparable age of Acriel. The man who comes up on the stage, again, very much looks like Harkon Lucas if you'd only heard about him but not seen him. He has a green coat on, a white shirt, gray slacks, red boots, red violin, wide brimmed hat, not so dissimilar from what Acriel is wearing. He looks like he could be Harkon Lucas's son. And when he sings, Harkon, he sings one of your classics. And he's magnificent. But what does he sing, Harkon?
5: he sings
4: a song and it's deliberately written and sung in many different um, languages goes from celestial to abyssal to primordial elvish And it's wild that all of these different languages can make the same exact phrase sound so different, which was the purpose of the song, that it doesn't matter how you say it, it still rings true. And it's a song titled Two
5: Brothers, a song about the cycle of promise, betrayal,
4: resentment, grief, acceptance. And it's a gorgeous song.
0: When he finishes, uh, one question Harkon is, what is the feeling that you intend the song to leave the listener with?
4: At first you think that the feeling you're supposed to get is sorrow, but what many don't know is that sorrow is just hope in reverse.
0: The true intention is hope. You will see across here in the Crystal Club, everyone is wiping tears from their eyes in cheering, throwing roses, accolades at Casimir, who very deftly bows. Even Bev on your lap with her arms around your neck is clapping on the other side of your head, Finn. You see, Acriel is very clearly clutching the mug because she knows she's not supposed to clap for it. Just sort of like looks at Harkon and then kind of looks down. It's almost like your table is an island in this sea of people lavishing adoration on this young man. And you overhear everybody talking, he's gonna be the next big thing. Casimir, whoo, that boy is gonna be on the wall at every house playing on every phonograph and we got to hear him here at the Crystal Club, give it up. And it is almost like the adoration just continues to increase, almost like an insult to Harkon Lucas is everybody's back is turned to him as all eyes are on this young man who was objectively astonishing.
3: I have a question. What is Harkon doing?
4: Harkon has not turned around to face Casimir or truly listen with his physicality. But it is very clear that even though he's watching the four of you, looking at your intent and trying to see what else you might want or are curious about, it is very clear that he is locked in. And the thing that people don't understand is that even Folks who the world has deemed as villainous can still feel. And while it may be cliche, there is 1000% a single tear that has dropped down his face.
3: In an uncharacteristic moment, Fen reaches over and wipes the tear away and just says, I get it.
2: I would like to try to discern what made Harkon cry, because uh, Uriah does not know that was one of his songs. So I'm going to use my fairly uncanny uh, insight. Okay, so I get a plus 16 on this. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah.
0: Harcon, yes. Uh, and
2: yeah, that, is, before... that is a total well... of 28 on the die.
0: Harkon, this is your land. You're quite frankly a master of deception. Uriah has a keen insight into human nature, almost as keen as yours. But you're a dark lord. Your nature isn't human. What, if anything, do you allow him to understand about you?
5: More than anything, as you watch,
4: I would think there is a single phrase that plays in your mind. And however Uriah decides to interpret this is up to them. But Uriah specifically said a phrase, this is a prison. Not sure if this if the tear was because of sadness that he's not up there. You don't know if the tear was anger, that has f- become physical in the form of a-, a released tear. You don't know the true nature of where it sits, but you do know there's something pointing. Is that this place is a prison for him?
2: Uriah will lean forward slightly and sort of reverentially and just say. The man who wrote that song is in some ways immortal. If he in fact already is immortal, the adulation that might be heaped on him, were his songs known in other domains, could be incomparable.
0: You see, when he says that, you see Acriel, who again is very much trying not to give in to the hype of Casimir because she's her father's daughter. She's got the eye for talent that you have, and she understands just how good that was. Here's Uriah say this, and you see she very much like lights up looking at you, Harkon, but doesn't dare actually say the words. She's like... But Nahara, what is the card?
1: So I stopped shuffling when the dungeon master told me to stop shuffling, but Nahara stopped shuffling when she noticed the single tear as she's trying to
7: gain insight into this situation. And she drew the artifact card.
0: Mm-hmm. What seemed important is not. <laughs> These freaking cards, man. <laughs> These freaking Trocodec cards is haunted. That's what it means. It means what's important is not. What was important is not.
3: <laughs> Trocodex haunted.
0: Trocadex haunted. <laughs> Very
3: much
1: so. In fact. It is a very much a uh, deck of souls.
3: How many soul coins do you have over there, Nora? Yes.
0: <laughs> Actually, this this isn't this is important. Uh, Nahara, roll um, percentile for me, please.
1: Okay. Interesting. I rolled a nine.
0: Uh. I'm going to let actually at a nine, something does happen. However, I have to verify what that something is. So I'm going to allow Harkon his response to Uriah's inquiry about taking his music abroad.
4: Before I respond, and I don't mind answering above board. Has Harkon tried that? Has Harkon tried what?
0: to get his music out somehow um I would well honestly you tell me Mm -hmm. what would have mattered to Harkon people loving the music or people loving loving him him? (laughs) so you tell me Uh, because the reality is you can let people come and go as you wish you can't leave they can you could have sent a hundred people out if you wanted
2: uh, Uriah, Uriah would like to add just one little addendum to what he was saying. He leans forward and says, Do you know, in Darkon, performance are largely seen as ephemeral. It is the composers who are the most revered.
0: Let me say, and it is when you say that, Uriah, something unusual happens. Nahara, that result in your deck of souls does summon one of the imprisoned souls. It, impri- it summons the spirit of someone who is innocent. Harkon.
1: I pulled that card. I just want to say I pulled the innocent card three times before the show started during the pre-show.
0: <laughs> Harkon, I'm going to say, There was someone, at least one, someone very special, someone you actually thought would take your word and your genius and your artistry far and wide, and they were lost and never came back you suspected for a time they just found their own fame and fortune and and just, quite frankly, not unlike what Cyril had gone back on the deal and, and took the fame for themselves. But as other people came and went, as other travelers came, told other stories of the Black Dice Society, of the fall of Barovia, you don't lack for information, you never heard about them and you realize that something terrible must have happened that even you didn't know, who was it that this soul is manifesting in her deck right now before your very eyes, this innocent person? Oh,
4: this is kind of twofold. I think because a big thing that Harkon tends to do is meet individuals. He has a good eye for talent, an eye for individuals who he can use. And sometimes he lets them go. Sometimes they rot underneath the ground and sometimes things just happen. I think this is a young boy At first glance, you're not sure if it's a reflection or um, a manifestation of thought and desire, you're unsure, Um, but they look like Cyril as a child and their name is Cyrus. someone that Harkon perhaps thought a second chance, perhaps a soul that has been reincarnated, does not know, has not ever known, but a level of, perhaps this is something being right and letting this child go off telling the stories is what's more important.
1: Does a name come through for me?
0: Yes, it is. The spirit of this child is, is in the deck. Nahara, you you were aware of your Taroka deck of souls literally having these imprisoned within them. You'd already come across at least this manifestation, this echo of Strahd. But this soul, as a ghost, must have some sort of unfinished business, but they don't seem um, tormented. If anything, it's almost like they wish to comfort Harkon somehow.
7: You've, you've lost someone. Quite dear to you, a child perhaps. I'm asking name. Do you know Osiris? Is that familiar to you?
5: How do you know that name?
7: He's speaking to me.
5: And what does he say?
7: What I immediately feel is that he's trying to comfort you. As though to tell you that wherever he is now is all right. And that maybe whatever guilt you harbor is not held against you at all. But I I can try and ask him specifically. And Nahar will just kind of close her eyes and try to reach to that soul
1: to ask Harkon's question.
0: Harkon, you see it. All of you see it. As she's holding this deck of cards, you, Uriah, especially, with your connection to Undeath, are aware that something is here. (laughs) Like a swirl moves over the cards. Like um, and you all see what looks like a hand come up as if it were pressed against glass, in you start to hear humming, beautiful humming, of one of the many songs Cyrus was supposed to take out into the world, Harkon, but Nahara, you get the distinct impression he never got to. You don't know why. It's, not, it's almost as if his tale of woe isn't what he's interested in. In getting across to you, but he didn't get to do it. That's why he hasn't left.
7: He, I guess, had unfinished business. What he had set out to do, the song that he was set out to sing, I'm afraid to tell you that he didn't have this chance to share it.
4: You all begin to see a um, something bubbling underneath Harkon. He looks over at Finn. And while there's a unspoken thank you, there's also a, a pain that's starting to be present. He looks over at Uriah with this hope and spoken form that even someone like him can get his his work and then turn him out of this place that has been a cell for all of these years. Unchanged, untouched. He looks at Desmond, and you begin to see a fire that almost you could be capable, capable of. And it's starting to boil into true rage.
7: Wait. Please. Before, before.
1: I, I know this is a lot. And I know that Desmond and Hakon you both have a lot.
0: The horror. Sorry, I want you to say what you say, but I want to say one thing first. You all notice is whatever's happening to Harkon, it's like the light in the club seems like it gets dimmer, and the moonlight outside almost like it gets brighter. And you see the club goers seem like they start to get a little agitated, loosening at collars, unbuttoning sleeves. Desmond, even you yourself kind of feel your pulse start to quicken a little bit. As you see, people kind of like start vying for a little more room at the table, and it's like this wave of agitation almost rolls out from him through this entire land.
2: If if I don't have
0: Death Ward active, I'm casting it now. (laughs) But, Nahara, I believe, please, finish what you were about to say.
1: It truly pains me to know that this child had set out for this goal and never had a chance. And is now imprisoned in this deck. I cannot, in in good faith, know that I could release his soul and not do it. So Cyrus, I release you from this deck.
0: When you say this, you tell me, Nahara, what it looks like when it emerges. As a spirit bard, you've now become quite accustomed to the ever-present reality of the spirits around you in a very different way than your Uriah senses the presence of the dead. And in the time that this deck has been in your possession, you've been essentially like a keeper of exotic beasts, trying to keep the various dangerous entities to contained in here that quite frankly, give it its power. And yet, this is the first time you've encountered one that wasn't terrible and that you actually wished to be free. So you tell me what it looks like.
5: I...
1: The deck itself begins to radiate this white light that kind of flashes really bright for a moment. And then you can see it move up Nahara's hands and arms and out of her eyes. And when it moves out of her eyes, she kind of looks up and as is, it looks as though a huge gust of wind sweeps up from, from
7: her feet up. Um, and then everything gets dark for a moment. And then the lights turn back on. And then there's just a feeling of serenity.
5: Harakon, again, this is your domain.
0: It is how you will it. You feel this serenity, you know what she's done. You're aware that she has brought a level of peace to Cyrus that you will never feel. And quite frankly, in your heart of hearts, no, you do not deserve. Do you let this calm go through this place? Do you allow it?
5: Or is there only rage? It's not that he doesn't allow it. It's almost as if he
4: has two fingers holding on to it to be released when he so
5: chooses. But he looks back at Desmond. There's a moment of knowing that Cyrus is released.
4: It only makes him think about the soul that 100% isn't.
5: I believe you had a second question.
6: I did. And he reaches
5: down to his necklace and just, my father gave me this. Before I remember walking, as far back as I can remember, I've had it. And you said you were pack mates.
0: It is a wolf's tooth necklace. What is the significance of this, and why would he give it to me?
6: Since I
5: can't ask him, and he was like your brother,
4: this is something I've always been curious about, never thought to ask him.
5: I could see one of two different reasons, but both based in the same truth. He either wanted you to be his, Mm. someone to have the power he no longer gets to have and use it however you see fit. Or he'd wanted you to be his manifested revenge. Either way, he wanted you to have a gift. A gift that seemingly has done quite well for you. Does this give have something to do with my abilities? There's almost a flash in his eyes. It's like almost like a piercing.
4: And I believe for a moment, you notice other people in this crowd, even though they're all crying for Casimir or, you know, coming down from that high, feeling a little agitated, whatever the case may be, you see a couple of people also have necklaces on.
0: You see all of them have necklaces on. Even the women in their gowns and finery, they might be tucked to the side. Men had it almost like kerchiefs. A hundred percent of the people in this room have wolf fang necklaces. Including Harkha.
4: And he looks at the one that he has, which looks 100% more or- ornate than yours does. Not saying that yours isn't, but his is better. <laughs> of course, those who I have chosen or have been chosen by fate have the necklace that I created.
5: So this is from you. Another gift. I always understood my abilities to come from a hunt. When I was but a teenager.
4: And you've always kept the necklace on?
5: Of course. I don't know. Well, I do. Your
4: travels within the mist, your life, your feats, if you will. I personally, well, I could tell you, but I couldn't tell you if that. The necklace is the reason you are still what you
5: are. But it was the reason you came to be. So were I not to have been wearing the necklace on the night of my brother's
6: wedding, I would likely have been slain.
5: You're welcome. It doesn't just like takes a second
0: because in his mind, he's torn right now. The idea that he could have died protecting his home, attempting to protect his brother. is the ultimate warrior's death. It's not a thing he was aspiring for, but he always felt that if he was going to go, Protecting those he loved would have been the way. And also, he enjoys being alive. Finding out about Brother Uriah's brisket recipes was clutch in his moving forward. So,
5: thank you. I want it known.
4: I do not call you nephew to mock you your family, even if you don't currently care for me and that's fair, many don't. And I would be lying if I said I did. I don't want you or your black dice society hurt. And if you have a way looking at Uriah to uh, permeate the mist, and let the legend of the extravagant meister singer Harkon Lucas be known across the realms, then you have done a feat that not even a dark lord can do.
5: But he you are of my pack.
4: And I do protect those. Even if I killed you once, you would still be alive. You
5: are, I knew that. So, you have, for lack
4: of a better word, free reign to come back to this land if you choose. And if you want your final performance to be the end of me, it won't end well for you. But I would at least give that to you. I love a
5: performance.
0: Desmond thinks about that for
5: a second. Because there's a heavy part of him that would love for that to be a performance. He didn't care about performing until
4: just right then. That'd be a fantastic performance. That would, that would go over well. I'm pretty sure that the same, like, there would be applause. Like you could hear that. Ah, like,
0: that could be nice. But then he also understands that there's more to be understood about why we're in the mists.
5: And he thinks of Finn. He thinks of Brother Uriah. He thinks of Nahara. He knows that journey isn't done. So he looks at Harkin and says I do love a good performance, but I don't think I need that. I have gotten more closure than ever expected from this conversation. And I didn't expect any of that. Closure was the last thing I would have expected after the life that we've led after life, essentially. But I will definitely take over. The offer to return. I don't know if I'll be a member of your pack, but I do know that I feel more comfortable here than I have anywhere I've ever been.
0: And he just glances around the room, recognizing all of the not people, but he sees all of the wolf's tooth necklaces and just...
5: I will return that's enough for me.
0: When you say that Casimir finally being showered with affection from the people kind of makes his way over towards your table. And he goes, Oh, oh, mm, mm, empty glasses, empty glasses. We can't have that. Hey, and, uh, and he looks right at you Nahar and he goes, an angel. You know what an angel deserves? An angel deserves the music of heaven. And he slaps the sheet music down for the song he sang right in front of you. And he looks at you for a second, Harkon. He looks at you, like his eyes narrow, kind of like he's trying to place your face. And he goes,
5: I'm a big fan of your work, sir. And walks away. And here, in the Crystal Club,
0: a soul freed, and some other souls perhaps at least lightened of their burdens, is a good place for us to stop.